I, I think they that they have a different look on that over here than maybe over there. <laughs> really? Oh, that sound. I do love that sound. Welcome to the Late Night Vacuum. And the music's off. I normally fade it out, but I couldn't get it to work for some reason. Oh, well, these things happen. Who cares? My God, we're doing it again. Yes, this was your idea. Yeah, it was. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified by my own ideas. Sometimes. So very British of you. Well, I'm modest, but my brain isn't. We have we have problems. So, uh, so Grackies. Um, I think we should harmonize. Yes. Three, two, one. I'm singing in the rain. Just, just singing in, in the, the rain. rain. What, what a glorious, glorious feeling. I'm happy again. again. A little bit off on our timing, but perfect. Nonetheless. No, I think that was perhaps the best singing that the human populace have ever heard. And, <laughs> and I have to remove myself from the human populace because that was actually god-awful. <laughs> if that was the best singing they've heard, then I'm sad for the human race. The most, the most amazing thing about karaoke is that you actually do think you sound good until you actually hear somebody who really sings well. And thankfully, you and I that time both sounded really good. We did come through okay. No. Um, so, Grackies, how have you been? I've been doing quite well, and I'm rather excited. Yeah. Rather excited. Yeah, and I think we should probably um, uh, preface today's show. This is actually going to be... A, um, a bit of a blast, a truncated show. We're going to, uh, if you listen to the podcast, you get to hear a lot of our after show stuff where we just kind of uh, shoot the shit. This is this, is this podcast. Um, and the reason being, Gracky, is you're going to be off somewhere. Um, I am. Next week on Thursday, uh, early, early in the morning, my time, yeah. I will be leaving for TwitchCon. TwitchCon is next week, Friday and Saturday. So that, that'll be the 25th and 26th of September 2015, for those that might be listening, who knows when. We're going to do a recording on Tuesday of next week. So True. we're going to have um, a, a, the mini blast, mini, a, a mini suck um, today. <laughs> the, we've we've got to give a name for this. It's an attachment, because vacuums have attachments. Yes. <laughs> the, um, uh, <laughs> so this is, this, is, this is the Roomba next to the Dyson. Um, so with that, let's get, um, kicked off. Crackies, what have you been, but Crackies, <laughs> see how I recovered? You did. I vow like a master. Like Wordings a of English places and things. And stuff. What have you been playing, Crackies? Ah, uh, this week I have been playing Star Citizen. As usual, I do play Star Citizen quite a bit, and I do enjoy it, and I'm practicing for Friday. Yeah. Yes, Friday is going to have a big event type of thing where um, Captain Flint, a new member of the Bad News Gaming stream team, actually, he does a weekly sort of tournament event type of like thing with different game modes and stuff. Yeah. And this time, this week, uh, coming up this Friday, it's going to be Invitation for this one so it's going to be a limited subset so i've been practicing for that and uh, how's the practicing been going are you feeling good are you feeling uh, like if, the, if, if you better. wanted to bet money on you should we you could you could actually bet money on me now i i think i've got a handle on my t16000 now nice nice i mean i'm getting sub 103 times in racing in the 350 now and i've oh. got a handle on the joystick so i'm i'm doing better are you actually, you're saying you've got a handle, but do you now like the joystick? I still don't like it a ton. I, I still want padding on the side. I want it to be laid out different. Mm. But um, I, I've gotten used to it, I'll say. Okay. I don't like it as much as the way the shape of the X-52 was, honestly. So have you been doing anything else as well as Star Citizen? 
Uh, Hearthstone. I've noticed across BNG there are, there are, there's Hearthstone springing up. It's addictive. It's that, a CCG type game. It, it's basically a CCG. Have, is this your first time playing it? No, I played Hearthstone before. I just I don't have any of the expansion cards because I really don't want to pay money because once I start doing that I buy way too many cards and over. Yeah, I kind of been there. Uh, Cap and Jimmy Deem has been playing a lot of Hearthstone of late, so yeah. Oh, hi, Cap. Um, so yeah, uh, do you know actually trivia? Uh, before the Hearthstone uh, computer game came out, it was actually uh, a table game. They yeah, I, I did know that they had the physical cards. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. But as soon as they started moving to digital, they actually pulled all of that. I have a friend um, uh, who actually has those cards, um, but I should—I I just don't know what I do in terms of you know when I if I played him in the physical world, can I only say well played? <laughs> Very <laughs> other responses. Thanks. Yeah. Welcome to the light. <laughs> Welcome to the yeah. Um, from from my side, I yes yes yeah. do tell us. Uh, in terms of what games I've been playing. Um, uh, everybody who would uh, who's been watching me play Franbo has um, kind of probably noticed I've not been around this week, and there's a very good reason. Uh, and also, it explains why for the podcast listeners I sound a bit different, and for the uh, people watching, um, everything looks a little bit different. I've gone and buggered my well, actually no my my streaming and coding PC is a has in. It's, it's found the art of self-buggery. Um, yet again, it's uh, the motherboard is blown. Um, so I'm... That's uh, the second now, isn't it? Third. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, the there's, there's no um, funky cooler. There's no anything like that um, that could be causing a short. Uh, so the only consistent thing with it is the power supply unit. So I was running my encoding uh, streaming PC with uh, a 500 watt uh, uh, PSU. Um, I've got two capture cards and one video card. So I don't think I was pushing it, but maybe I was, or there could just be a fault with the power supply. So I've now it's got entirely possible. I've now picked up an 850 uh, PSU, and I've got a new motherboard. And I have to build it all again. Um, That's always fun. Yeah, and to be honest, I've I, I, that will mean a BIOS upgrade um, as well to get it back to normal. And then after that, I'm just going to go sod it, and I'm going to go full Windows 10 uh, on it. But I don't know how my one of one of my capture cards, um, a very very lovely one, will actually handle that because I don't know if it's if it's you know I'm just going to go drivers if they're ready yeah. for. It. Exactly. So I'm, I'm just going to go screw it because I'll just scroll back, but I need to see. Do the drivers um, work on Windows 8? Uh, probably. If they work on Windows 8, there's a very, very, very high chance that they'll work on 10 just fine. Yeah. Um, Citizen Ryokin says if it was an old PSU, it likely wasn't pushing enough power. Yeah, it was absolutely dirt old. Mm, probably no more than six months. It's pretty old in computer time. Yeah. You need to upgrade stuff every two weeks these days. Yeah. I just bought all the newest stuff and it's out of date. Yeah. So about that. Yeah, but actually I'm going to take the opportunity. I'm, I haven't done it. I've been full on doing so many things, as uh, Grampy's knows this week, that I've not uh, rebuilt my machine. I'm actually going to redo my entire studio. I've laid so much cable around my chair I'm like a scared bear um, so I need to tidy it all up get it all squared away um, and so I'm going to take this opportunity to kind of do a, a tear down and, and, a, and a build up again so uh, I'm hoping I'll be around for the weekend to do some kind of streaming chances are I, I, I won't be but you can probably hear me swearing no matter what <laughs> we'll hear you yelling it from across no! the pond why is you, you, that, you, that USB thing? That USB slot should work. It worked <laughs> the last time. You, um, you do realize, though, referring to yourself as a scared bear, I'm not going to be able to avoid making your call sign unofficially trinket now. What does that mean? Uh, it's it, it's from another show on Twitch. 
one of the bigger, bigger, bigger ones. Critical Role. I watch oh. it every week. Okay, you're gonna have to give me some background later. It's a D and D game. Rawr. And it's 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 something I have to watch every week. They've re-inspired me to rewrite the an entire campaign and others. That's another thing I've been working on, actually. Yeah, you've been doing that. You've been we've been working on the stuff. Um, so we do have a topic for today. We're going to focus really on this one central topic. Uh, and that topic, and who's in the name in the chat, has, has already touched upon it without even realizing it. Because uh, his name said, upgrade your ships every week. We're actually going to be talking about ships today. We are indeed. Yeah. So, Grackies, kick it. All right. So, the, the idea came to me after reading um, James. He's community. So, I, I, I can never remember. What's his last name, please? Hughes. Thank you. I can't believe I forget that because it's such an awesome name to have. Well, it's so good you can say it twice. Pew pew. <laughs> there you go. I bet he never has that done to him. No, I never. I bet he never does that. No, not at all. He needs to have a pew X2 shirt. <laughs> but anyway, um, there was a post on the forums speaking about the Cutlass. And the Cutlass has had a huge ongoing series of, of pages and pages i think it was tens of thousands of replies yeah it was massive responses. and it, almost as big as the banu thread almost mm. but the banu isn't even in game yet people are just speculating there it's a, so with, it the, shit? with the cutlass it came down to the the original threads was started by someone who had a really good breakdown of it and was trying to roll some of it up <laughs> but james decided to do an off very focused thread where he's going to get everyone's feedback. And he asks that you read through everything that's been posted before you post, because it's going to be a short time frame. And what they do is want to, he wants to go through, collect up all the concerns and items that people are speaking about on the cut list and then actually get people responses. Yeah. Yeah. So that got me thinking about, okay, there, there's a lot of ships out there and the cut list is actually a pretty big one. Um, that do need to be discussed in more detail to that level because some of them just don't seem to be necessarily possibly lining up with where people thought they would be. Now, that's an interesting one because when you... This is in no way to um, uh, condone or disparage um, any opinions around any of this, but at the same time, there will be people who will not like a ship regardless. It will not be their ship. Now, from what I've seen and from what I've played of the Cutlass, it's it's almost there. But And so when I read the comments, I see people who are talking about a ship that isn't the ship that I thought it would be, but they think it is something else. I agree with a lot of their comments. So I might be disagreeing with you. I don't think it's anywhere near where it should be. I don't think it's even close to almost there. And that's because okay. of how in the lore, in the original descriptions, and the role of the Cutlass was has been talked about up until very pretty recently. Yeah. And with the Cutlass, it was not a versatile, versatile multi, multi-purpose ship. Mm. It was a ship that was a two-seated fighter that was a contract that was set up to compete with the Hornet and it yeah. happened to have some cargo space to it. So because it was an agile fighter that could hold two passengers, so one could go EVA while the other one kept an eye on some stuff going on, it became preferred by pirates. But the reason that it was so preferred by pirates also, and the way the Cutlass commercial was shown, which yes, we do know it's a, it's in in lore universe, mm. you know, companies sort of selling you on their product like we do car commercials type of thing. Yeah. However, it's supposed to be a high agility, high maneuverability ship, and it is not. You cannot pull a 180 degree yaw on it without almost completely losing control. You can't do anything but do a 360 spin in one spot. Because of the way the engines are, it isn't a smaller, shorter ship. It's become far stockier. Its profile is not really where people thought it would be at all see, compared to concept. Now, I see this is the interesting thing because uh, the way I was introduced to the Cutlass 
was um, drooling over the ship specs page. Now, ship specs, what's that about? Um, but from the text and it and from various other snippets, it became very clear to me that it was the dark cousin of um, the freelancer. Um, it was it was the if you want to have cargo and transport cargo that wasn't necessarily your cargo uh, to begin <laughs> with, you would use the cutlass. It it, it it was it it was the offensive version the prey um, version of, of a cargo transporter. Um, so that's how I started out understanding it. And the, the, con the concept has always been, like say, for example, it's a glass cannon. Um, and, and that's uh, reflected by a price point. Um, now, I don't know kind of how that price point actually balances out in the game currently, mm -hmm. but that's kind of the image I had. So I... When you see the uh, Drake Interplanetary Cutlass commercial and it's like a ballet, um, no. Um. <laughs> and that, that's the difference right yeah. there. And that's actually what they described it is a ballet in space, which is why the commercial does that. That was a descriptor they gave early on. Yeah. Um, so from, from my side, it was like uh, when I was reading comments in there, I was seeing people saying that this thing needs to take um, some, you know, several strong hits and keep on ticking like like a vanguard kind of no they didn't say a vanguard but like a vanguard but then that would go against say the glass cannon aspect i think the i i think the flight model could do with some tweaking huh. but equally um at what point um now this is this is complete bull from me but it's a good hypothetical We've only, and as uh, has been mentioned by, um, I think it was uh, Beard Hat, um, it's hard to speculate ship functionality when the only role that is working as intended is like fighters. So if you actually extrapolate that forwards, we don't really, I mean, we've not even flown the tally, um, except in our dreams and maybe yep. in our hands, as somebody who has a 3D printed model can test. How easy you reach for it. Oh, that is so good. Oh, my God. God, sorry, podcast, but this is actually beautiful. Whoever whoever made that for you, that that was fantastic. Um, so um, the so for me, it's a case of if you're going to talk about um, the Cutlass's performance, it also needs to be kind of rated in other ships, and we don't really have that depth yet. Um, so I think it does need improvement, but for all we know, it could actually be one of the more nimble, larger ships. Who you know, nimbler than a, a, a tally, nimbler than a constellation, nimbler than a freelancer. Um, while it's more nimble than those, it's 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 now getting described as a ship that, if it's going to be escorting, might need its own escort. Now, where did that come from? There were some, I, I would have to pull up the exact comment and quote, but I believe that they were referring to something Calix was speaking about. on. Cause the I yeah, because I remember Calix talking about um, about the about how cutlasses work together. But how they drive everything as a pack. Yeah, and to be honest, if you're talking hyenas, you're talking any kind of scavenger, predatory animal, that's quite typical it's not a lone wolf ship per se well now they're now right now honestly they're a little bit more of a wounded duck you see this is the thing um i this is this is i think we're in a position where there is a disconnect there's enough people who aren't happy with what the ship is currently doing and that's being transferred into what they see the ship's actual end game role and performance being, um, which then means that there's a whole bunch of concerns. So they are, you know, there is a clear it's, disconnect, clear disconnect. Um, it's a it's, little of A and a little of B. Yeah, yeah. But they're trying to, so CRG is trying to kind of connect those dots. But at the same time, um, uh, you know, I don't know if there'll be any changes. There may just be ex more explanations. Um, but at the same time, 
the disconnect is because they have taken one big thing CIG has said about the ships is that you can't trust the stats on them. Those are going to change over yeah. time. But the role of a ship is not. The role is what you buy into. And with the cut list, people bought into the role of it being the glass cannon fighter. So it yeah. used agility and a quick shot, but it did not have the ability to take a hit. So, so, so they bought into the this agility yeah. model, and it's instead become sort of a hybrid fighter cargo situation, maybe freelancer-esque. It's, to me, it's always been freelancer-esque. And that's where the disconnect is, because they've yeah. sold it as two completely different ships to the community at the same time. The All of the initial descriptions and lore and sell, selling points around the black, especially the pirate black, and that's when I picked up mine, was a, around this high-agility fighter. It, it had all of these thrusters around it and stuff, so it could actually do that with its agility. And now it's it's sort of this heavier cargo type of ship, and that's sort of where they're leaning with it. But what happened to, you know, the role isn't going to change, and this original role that you completely and totally described to us. So is that just gone now? Is it not going to so, be And that done? really was the, the original role description. Yes, yes. I can actually pull up some of the comments on it. Okay. Let me find While you're pulling that up, thread. I just want to read a couple of comments coming up in chat. Uh, Beer Definitely. Pat is coming uh, with a couple of comments again. Cutlass compared to light fighters is bulky and a brick, but it's the largest flyable ship currently available. Once we see more and more ships of the larger variety, we might see proper changes in the likes. But right now, there are too many light fighters, and that's the only thing you can compare to, unless you want to compare it to an Aurora. Would you compare it? Uh, would you consider a Hornet a light fighter? Is my question. I would consider a Hornet a medium fighter. Okay, because those are in there and working pretty well within what they're supposed to do right now. Yeah, and also the the Hornet got the military contract. Could it be yes. for a reason? Um. So. Uh, Steady Kill said, I wanted a three-crew Agile Versatile ship to fly with my friends, and the Cutlass was the only one. I came from the viewpoint that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a freelancer with guns and a bit more, and more agility. Um, but the agility is being measured in context to the light fighters. So the question then becomes, um, you know, if they say, well, it's, it's, it's agile, but not agile to the light fighters or to the fighters, that we currently have, because they've got the whole spectrum of fighters, like there's the Vanguard and there's various other roles and stuff that'll be coming up. Um, so does that then, you know, if they say that, I can guarantee you there'll be a lot of people pissed. Uh, but it, I think it's possibly a very same thing that they could say. Obviously, I don't know what they're going to say. Okay, um, some of the original quotes. Yeah. Uh, it's meant to be a two-seater dogfighting ship with unparalleled maneuverability, not so much focused on cargo. Shit. That came from Chris Roberts. Okay, Chris. No. What? And then, the Cutlass is a very maneuverable ship, is a capable dogfighter, and can carry a good amount of cargo, not to mention tractors and docking collars, Rob Irving. Irving, that was back in August of 2013. So, capable dogfighter does not... Now, I'm devil's advocate here, because... To be honest, if they call it a fighter like that, and then, yeah, there is something wrong. But at the same time, a capable fighter compared to what? That, that's where I'm going on with the next quote. Combat yeah. potential, okay. in parentheses on this, is going to be a notch below the Hornet and one above the 300i. The benefit of the Cutlass, something which isn't reflected so well in its price, is that it's maneuverable, hard-fighting ship that also carries a significant amount of cargo. Ben Lesnick. So... By rights, uh, yeah, that, that, but then does that not mean that's where it currently stands? It doesn't stand anywhere near there in the way it works. Okay, because so where does it stand? Right now it stands barely above Aurora. Really? In the way it maneuvers, yes, because you lose no. maneuverability off of one damage thruster. It doesn't compensate with its other thrusters. Okay. So IFCS on it is completely broken, and that's because the engines on the back sit way too far off the pylons. Okay. The original, they were sh they were pulled in, so it gave it a tighter profile, and it would have given it more control. The way it stands now, you lose one engine piece off of that thing, and you've just lost complete control. You can't actually keep targeting on most ships at that point. 
it's sort of the same problem the Hornet has. If a missile hits it yeah. and takes out its thrusters, it just becomes a spinning nightmare and can't compensate anymore. There's a and that's where this and goes the into the Cutlass multiple is an ship to hit issues. Target in that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so okay, so you're convincing me. Um, the thing I'm kind of curious about then is that it could just be a couple of tweaks here and there to fix it. I can keep going with a couple of other things, though. For example, is it just me or does the Cutlass just feel too large? It almost feels like a baby caterpillar. That was Chris Roberts. Now, where did that come from? Uh, that was when they were speaking about the designs that were coming through. Right. When he was giving feedback on the, on the the way the designs were going through, so, because yeah. they started going larger and larger with the ship, so they had that original, yeah. So that I, original one with the shrunken nose, and then it became quite a bit fatter. I think I think here's a thing, right? Everybody can be damned by what they say. It's true. So I think pulling all these lists out. It's semi-redundant once we've ascertained that there's a problem. Um, the, Correct. The other thing is I really wouldn't even think about um, citing the Caterpillar as a, as a comparison piece um, based upon the fact that the ships have been just getting bigger. I mean, it's a thing. They've been getting bigger. Um, for a, a big ship can be made agile. So when you actually say, you know, it's getting to be like the Caterpillar, to me, that implies that he's wanting there to be some kind of criteria classification between how the two ships kind of handle and how they work. Doesn't matter about the size, per se. There is definitely a problem, and that, that's where the, the divergence with the community comes. They are. They are taken in context, and I gave context around the fact it was around the modeling of the ship and how it was starting to diverge. Now, he did approve the final model, yeah. but it has become... I think, something other than what yeah. was originally listed as it's uh, it, I can so, I can see how a ship might have to change yeah. physically so I don't always agree with the sizing stuff yeah. I can see maybe how it had to adjust physically to fit the parts so so for me my my thoughts around all this is there's an awful lot of nitpicking the truth of the matter is you don't need to necessarily, as a group, kind of go down because he said this, because this was said, because this was said. The evidence was at statement one, which is it's not matching that purpose. Everything else is 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 noodling uh, for the sake of justification, when in actual fact you're already justified from the get go. So, which is why this yeah. is. In, it's good that James did start this post. So that people could do that, so he could roll yeah. it up and finally start to answer these things, and we can have these discussions yeah, around so ships where we might not think they like. We might, as the community, go, "Wait a second, hold on! You sold me on X, Y, Z, and it has become, you know, one, two, three. Yeah. Now it's a set of numbers. It's not even letters anymore. So, so yeah. th there was definitely." a split in what happened there, so, which is why this is the biggest of the thread yeah, topics yeah. for ships. So I'm very happy that this conversation is happening. Crimson Cyclist in chat makes an interesting comment because I want to read his comment and then I want to ask a question from that and tell me what you think. Um, so uh, he says, well, yeah, of course at this point, because Arena Commander is not the standard of what the game will be and the balance of the ships will, uh, will be eventually. That, that's read better in my mind. <laughs> um, I think what Crimson Cyclist is saying is that basically what we're flying right now, what we're experiencing right now, is not what we will have. Now, we've talked about um, several times about when to balance and various odds and sods. Um, and we've given CIG, shall we say, a certain amount of um, space in order to get their stuff um, out and then start to work on balancing and make sure the ships are tuned. Um, I mean, dear God, we've had so much missile commander. We've had so many things. Oh um, yes. So why is the cutlass? Or maybe I even say should why because obviously there's a lot of really passionate people about the cutlass. I think I think this entire communication and conversation that they're having is great. I think it will lead to um, resolution. 
because hell if it doesn't it's gonna be fire everywhere um but at the same time um it's more a case of um does it feel like we've kind of slipped in giving um cig the space they need by or are we in now the kind of engagement we should be having with them about everything I think we're getting to the point in Arena Commander and with the models coming out and with AC 2.0 yeah. where we can start having these discussions with them. They needed that space initially to get those first layers of cement down for the foundation. Before that, there was absolutely no way that we could have an, a fully informed discussion on it. However, we are starting to see with how um, they're making changes to the flight values and not the model itself, but to try and tune ships into flying, that we're seeing how certain ships are flying across those tunings. So we can see it from 1.0 to 1.1 to 1.2, and as the values are changed up and down, how do they generally fly? And if it's something that is consistently applying to one ship throughout, where, okay, it's always kind of flying like this, and this is always a problem with the ship, we can start to say, okay, this is a pattern emerging with the ship. This is something in the design of the ship. This is something to start discussing. And that's what started to happen with the Cutlass, where, I mean, all the streamers have said it, uh, that I've been watching, and... I've watched play. Yes, you are capable of controlling the Cutlass to a degree and making it a powerful ship. Yeah. But you have to do a lot of work to do that in what's supposed to be a relatively simple fight. And I'm very happy to come from a point of ignorance because, frankly, hmm. um, I just have to look in the mirror and I know. Um, (laughs) It's a case of, because I come from, it was a freelancer variant almost it was like it, it, it was it was the bad boy freelancer it would mm-hmm. it would it would take your lunch money um and 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 all your lunch money and store in a big um at the same time not fully being aware of the fact that it was billed as a fighter first because i actually thought that came after the freelancer description so this makes more sense to me so i want to thank you for that Yes. Um, Parrot Math has said something in chat, which actually is quite truly horrific um, and fills me with dread. Um, really, honestly, I feel that CIG, to fix this issue, is they that they need to make another ship that fits the role that some people want the Cutlass to be and keep the current Cutlass. Follow the sandal. Follow the good. I don't know if that will actually work. It depends on if they allow someone to get an LTI ship in place of the Cutlass and it fills that role so they can say, okay, you can completely and totally trade it in here. We have two differing ships now. Sorry. Why don't we now bear with me? Why don't we have one ship which could be kitted one way or the other and make compromises around that? They've got these upgrade kits. That would also make sense. And it would it would fit into the current mechanics. Now that would work for me definitely. Um, yeah, I, I could see them doing you know the fighter upgrade kit versus a hauler kit. Yeah, and that, and that would, sort of thing. So that would and that's really cool because then when you see a cutlass flying towards you, even a fleet of cutlasses, is is, uh, is this just a mass ca- uh, cargo excursion? Or is it a bunch of, yeah. <laughs> or is it a mass, a mass cargo excursion? <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, yes, there, there's, there are ways that they could do it. And it's just that I think it's, it's leaned a bit away. And to be perfectly honest, if a freelancer flies like the Cutlass does right now, I would be rather unhappy because if I try to pull a maneuver off in it, I can lose control very oh, easily. See, here's, this is the thing. Now we're talking to talk. Now we're really going into ships that don't quite exist yet. Yes, this totally, is true. Yeah. Um, so I expect um, once we get into the multi crew, we we start to get the tallies, we start to get the connies, we start to get the freelancers. They're going to be bricks of various forms. Um, oh, oh, certainly. Yeah. But I expect them to fly like a brick not a spinning top true 
And that's the problem that a lot of people have as well, is the, the loss of control with the ship. That's one of the bigger complaints, is that you... You can't, with the tally, I'd expect much slower turning with it. You you more have to use positioning and roll to get your guns, your turrets on target. You have to be tactical with your movement. But if I try to make a turn to get my guns on target, it doesn't all of a sudden going to flip over on its belly and then explode. The way you describe that, you have to be tactical in your movement, really translates to, you know, my pilot proficiency is lame duck, which means I can still land a shot on you even when I'm spinning and I've lost an engine. <laughs> um, Steady Kill actually has a comment in chat which I think it's kind of connected but I think it's just worth kind of updating on uh, Steady Kill says so we should start seeing the clear picture when the Arena Commander 2.0 will come out at the end of the year, beginning of the next <laughs> where we will have more of an open world do you want to give an update? I, I, I believe that the update on that is it's it's leaning more towards end of October than end of year. Just 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 a a little bit of an update from ten for the chairman for this. Yeah, but to, well, it's it's mind you, it's a it's a date they're shooting for. I never take the dates as a hundred percent, but they're close enough that they can say we we're feeling it as a possibility. Are you feeling it now, Mister Krabs? The uh, <laughs> so from from my side, um, I totally agree with that, and I also I was surprised because I didn't actually think it was a slip. Um, I because I'd actually thought I heard it in communication prior that they were trying to do that. Now they haven't said where the FPS is coming, but we're all hopeful it's very soon. Um, it has to come out before AC two point Yeah. So they, they need some of the stuff from it for AC 2.0 to go out. So. so if we're saying that right now we're about five to six weeks before the end of October. Yeah, about that five so weeks. So we're probably four weeks away. <laughs> oh my God, it literally is two weeks. Oh, mm. um, the truth is, it, it, finally it works. End of September was mentioned, says Pirate Math. Yeah. So obviously... It won't happen. It will be October the 1st. Those bastards. Um, but uh, looking we can get FPS then. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, possible. I, I, I think it's going to... I honestly think, and I don't want to go too far off the ships, yeah, but yeah. I, I do think that we're at the point where once the blockers now have been pulled away and the foundation's really getting laid, that we're going to start seeing a flood of content. Oh, an absolute flood of content. And that means they're also going to be able to do things like find out how the ships are going to fly. See how I tied it back um, yeah. <laughs> and actually really start to look at them more effectively. This is a tough one for me because, yes, I actually genuinely do believe that we'll see a wealth of content. I also genuinely do believe that we were told that at the start of the year. Um, now, there were issues that came up. Now, you know, I think we're going to have, you know, uh, an improvement. Um, so we're going to see things hit. But I, I don't think we're going to see the full kind of content drop really until uh, next year. But I do think from now on we're going to get a, a strong improvement, especially when Cassava comes out. That's going to be fun. I'm going to be wearing Hawaiian T-shirts in space. I'm really trying not to talk about something I heard in ATV. I'm trying so hard after you said Cassava too. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. We'll leave that for the next episode. Coming soon. Yes. Um, two days. No, two weeks. Well, one, three, four days. Um, Tuesday for the live and in a, a, a normal release time frame yeah, 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 for yeah. the audio people. <laughs> um, we are talking. So, uh, Gracky's, uh, the, the chat is being quite awesome and talking about various things. But uh, we've got some more ships to talk about. We do, indeed. Um, now, do you want to go into one of the ships that you'd like to talk about next, or do you want me to lead it off with another ship that I think needs some... But you know if I talk about any ship, it's going to be the Merchantman, and we probably don't need to go there. That's all speculation right now. Yeah, exactly. We don't so, actually have flight mechanics on those. Yeah. It, oh, my God, it's a space whale. It's 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 beached on a planet. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> So people are carving it apart for its 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 scrap. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to two ships coming through, which are the, the Drake Herald and the Misk Reliant. Um, they're both finishing up Grey Box. Now, yes. uh, now I, they were saying that they're also flight getting flight ready. Now, I thought those were linear actions, but not simultaneous or did i mis completely misunderstand that normally they're not simultaneous however if they have the available developers you could do them at the same time so you could get them hangar ready ahead of times and then do flight ready yep. however if you have both groups because hangar ready is more art and flight ready is more the um designers yeah and if you have both groups available at the same time that you need, or the assets from each group that you need, you could do it same exact time. Hangar and flight ready, boom. Nice. So uh, it all depends on how they decide to release it. Um, Pirate Math asks, uh, if you put a Herald engine between your legs, would it be like riding a nuke in Doctor Strangelove? The nuke didn't fall that fast in Doctor Strangelove. <laughs> Oh, my God. That is going to be a hell of a drag racer. It is, which I seriously hope they can work out some of the control issues for, for racing. No, could you imagine old Vanderville? We've just modified the map. It's just 10 hoots, right? One after the other. <laughs> it's a drag race yeah, exactly. area. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm really... See, I really am looking forward to seeing how the Miscreliant plays because I think the Miscreliant is going to come out before the Jeanne, the Cartoual. And it, I do think it is. It it kind of has um, some similar kind of flight mechanics around that in terms of the uh, the the verticality. So I'm really kind of curious as to kind of how that kind of performs in game. It's going to be interesting to see that. It it really is, and I have one, so mm. I can't wait to try it out. I'm gonna have to rent a Herald. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be getting rid of mine. Uh, <laughs> Red Bear One um, goes, "Oh, question to you both. I should be. Oh, question to you both. Uh, how in, how important do you think progression is in this game? And how do you, how how man, I can't read. How would you wanna see this progression? Now, this kind of ties into ships actually, because um, for me, a lot of people have been talking about." Well, you know, you get the wee ship, then you get the bit, bigger ship, and then you get the bigger ship. And that's almost like a false line progression because, um, say, you've got a big ship, a really big ship. Hey, you've got a javelin. Can you fly a javelin? Right. You're, Do you have the people necessary? Yeah, you're, and... you're compromised. So there are, there are kind of like tapering off points where um, the, the tipping point means you start to lose value in what you're doing. It's more... There isn't really progression in the game. It's more find the ship that fits what you want to do and go out and do it. Yeah. And there is a form of progression in the game, uh, which is kind of like, um, do you have turtle wax? Is that the American thing? Yes, we have turtle wax. Yeah, where you love something so much, you just have to keep buffing it. <laughs> um, so if you think about the the way it was originally described the ships that we're getting, that we're buying, have components of a certain quality level. So they normally think it was like two or three, maybe three. Made that up, it's about three. Um, with a range up the way to ten. Which is why, for example, the Phoenix, the Constellation Phoenix, is um, a particularly interesting ship because the description said top quality parts, like insanely high grade parts. It's it's the rich people ship. Yeah, but that means that in terms of uh, breakages and maintenance and various things, it's a ship that will last. So, uh, oh, hey, Zylo. Um, so Hello, Zylo. In, in terms of um, progression, what you could actually see, as I think happened a lot in Privateer, is obsessive love of a particular bunny. Um, ships, upgrading, upgrading, upgrade, upgrading, upgrading. Where it becomes the best it can be. Um, so I think that's a form of progression. And but, overclocked. And, oh, yes, you'll burn so many things out, but when they don't burn, it's going to be quite awesome. Um, On so, your ship, they'll be designed to burn out. <laughs> yeah. Yo, these just, just sell. These are, these are, it's like, you want a ship, these are burner ships. 
Um, <laughs> no, it's on purpose. I want the parts to fail, so you have to keep coming back to me. Do for the, the job, parts. and then as you as you fly away, you eject with a very large bin, and it just slams in. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, so Red Veil One. In terms of progression, I think um, we don't have a leveling system. We don't have a skill system, bar our own. Uh, fight against our personal ineptitude. Um, so it's really about accomplishments and about investment into what we're doing. And so that's again shown through ship maintenance, ship upkeep, um, growing fleet, but however you kind of define that. Um, so I don't really know if there's a true progression. There's just an investment of time. Star Citizen. Yeah. Live your story in the verse. Yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, Zylo is in chat, and I just wanted to say, because we are doing just a general kind of kickback, relax, have a cigar uh, conversation, because um, Grakis is going to TwitchCon um, next week, and so we're not going to do a, a, a show our regular time next week. We're doing one on Tuesday. Um, but I do want to say, loved, loved, loved Witch Glitch. It was oh, that was a wonderful witch glitch. Yeah, that was and, great. And by the way, it wasn't a bobblehead; it was a weeble. Yeah, because weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. And can you pass on? Because uh, I know you pro you, you put a camera on use. Uh, can I just say to uh, pass it on? Use are all wonderful, odd people. Um, it was quite it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hug all the QA. I just buy you a pint, all of you, and go, you're, you're like, you're right by me. Um, so, good stuff. Um, so, Graki, is there anything else you want to uh, touch upon? Um, not too, too much, though I did want to talk about how there was a lot of focus on the Cutlass and yeah. because of its role and stuff. Yeah. However, they might need to go and look at all the ships in general again and i th i really think issue council is going to help with that yeah i'm looking forward to that coming out yeah issue council is definitely sorry type in chat um <laughs> issue council is definitely going to help out with some of those things because for example the 350r which i've been racing a lot to get good times if you clip the wing even a little bit it becomes an unrecovering missile of spinning death in a direction like unless you burn all of your boost and you're holding the brake and you shut down your throttle and even then it doesn't always stop you just clip one wing it just spins out of control for 10 seconds and it's like oh this race is done <laughs> so it, whereas if I do that in an M50 or an Omega, I can recover the spin pretty quick and get back moving. It's like it's a race ship. You'd think that it'd be able to recover kind of quickly for agility stuff. Uh, and that's not connected to the stick. No, that isn't connected to the stick because I I still have that same issue with I tried it with mouse off stream and everything and tried recovering. And unless you press the boost to force those thrusters to burn hot it the 350r can't recover <laughs> it just can't <laughs> yeah but the 350r was always a bit of a wild child ship yeah, a little bit yes <laughs> so it, it's just it's good that that discussion with the cutlass is happening because yeah. then it means we can have those discussions even if they're not on that level of divergence with yeah the little pieces and parts to really find out where CIG thinks the ship should be and what we're feeling where it actually is from playing it a ton and what we might be seeing that maybe they're not and the issue council should help with that and maybe yeah. we can just we can start to bring this together a little bit more because then they're making the game that they've always dreamed of and mm. we're getting the game that we hopefully have always dreamed of and that's what we all really want. We, we want to see that vision happen and yeah. us to match up to it and, yeah. and get this beautiful, beautiful game. Um, although the one thing we must make sure, just because Crimson Cyclist really, really wants it, we must make sure that the Cutlass Red cannot fulfill its duties as a search and rescue. <laughs> so, okay, anybody? I want you to... Oh, God, it's going to be an utter bastard. It's going to go to the forums, talk about how you want the Cutlass Red to be something completely impossible just to piss off Crimson Cyclists. But that would be wrong 
It would be so wrong. So don't so do that. Don't do, not do that. Do not do that. Do not do that at all. Not do at not, all. No, do not that, do that would be cruel. <laughs> Zing. Oh, Kappa. Kappa. All the Kappa. <laughs> <laughs> I am really interested in the search and rescue. And um, uh, in terms of, uh, this is just from a ship design kind of thing. Because like when we look at mining, okay. Uh, first ship that they designed or kind of concepted was the Orion. Now, I have a good authority. That's a huge fucker of a ship. Um, they designed salvage. They are uh, shit. They've been doing the top tier end ships, and there's uh, a plan to <laughs> crimson. Okay, so I've got to. I'll finish this, and they've got to go crimson. Um, the, there's there's going to kind of like do intermediary ships, like you know, so you can have smaller ships do this. So um, I guess is is Cutlass Red the entry level search and rescue, or is it like? What 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 is the thing? Is a, can an Avenger be such and rescue? If you have you know a yeah. rusted out medical kit just sitting on the ground in the back, and you pull someone in, maybe. Yeah. Oh, but just make sure they're the in a spacesuit. Tie them on the back. Just keep flying off. They just it's like like just married flapping. But for the full suite of like medical stuff that you you would need for emergencies i'd say the cutlass is probably more entry than than where other ships might be so so, i can't wait to get one in in provide ella with no 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 body parts (laughs) um they didn't need that so i had my reaction to chat there because crimson cyclist went you know i'm going to citizen con right dubla i did not know so uh crimson hit me up um i'll be the one in the bar so, uh, Grackies, is there anything else? Because I think if not, that's really us. Where can we find you? You can find me at twitch.tv slash dublathakery, D-O-U-B-L-A-R-T-H-A-C-K-E-R-Y. And where can we find you, sir? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Grackies, G-R-A-K-E-E-S, as well as pretty much anywhere else on the internet under yeah. that name. And I'll say to you is now, if you've actually been subscribing on uh, uh, iTunes, that godforsaken hellhole, um, uh, and you actually, for some obscene reason, think this is good, um, write a review and let people know, because that gives us a nice little bit of visibility. Oh, and also, uh, and only do this if you genuinely enjoy us. In the Community Hub, you can actually find us. Do I have a... I actually have a link. Let me let me grab this uh, for 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 those of us who are in chat right now. Um, feel free to hit uh, like or that or whatever the up thing is, but only if you like us. And if you don't, well, now we know, and then we'll go and crack. Um, but yeah, so it just helps our visibility. If you like what you heard please do feel free to follow us. We also do video stuff as well. And give us a review on iTunes. It doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or just indifferent. We want to hear what you have to think. Well, not everything you have to think. I mean, that, that could be a lot.